oh my goodness let's talk about this incredible giveaway that i have going on um i'll tell you a little bit more at the end of the show today stay tuned today we're talking some of the juiciest things that i can talk about when it comes to your branding photography and why this is a perfect time for me to tell you about my all-inclusive photo shoot and two-day stay in los angeles having a photo shoot with me and my team and a bunch of other amazing vendors the reason this is perfect is because everything we're going to talk about um today in today's show is going to be something that you will be able to um you know cross your fingers enter this contest and if you win you can very well already start your way to a little more fame welcome to metaphysics of photography podcast where we discuss elevated personal branding for mystical misfits and rock stars as in crystals i am adanis also known as ultra your host let's get started Okay, let's talk about getting a little more fame. And so you may say, well, Janice, Ultra, I am looking at your Instagram. I'm looking at your stuff and you are not famous. What do you have to talk to me about fame for? Well, that is a really good question. And I appreciate the question. What I am going to talk to you about. Well, I hope that you're having a wonderful day today and let's just get into the topics. Well, first of all, I want to tell you that there is three effective ways that you can get a little more famous right now. Now, I'm not going to give it all away because you can go right to my website You'll be able to go to ajanis.com or find me on Instagram and find um, a way to download um, what I've called from zero to iconic, the three proven strategy strategies to fast track your fame. And basically what I describe in here is the fame framework. <laughs> I gotta watch my accent before I say something funky. Um... And so this, the three um, strategies that I teach you in there is what we're going to be talking about just a smidge right now. And these are no secret, right? The three things that um, are also a pillar for my business and for the things that I do um, in my photography and metaphysics alike um, are these core pillars and these core values that, you know, somehow... <laughs> somehow they're important in my personal life as well as my business so for example my business we have these three things we have attention we have positioning and we have um what i call confidence i mean everyone calls it confidence um i call it confidence because and i said it like confidence because for me Um, this confidence actually comes from your inner world so it's kind of like mindset now with positioning for me is equal with your superpower what makes you really special and unique and your attention is part of your create your creativity what you create how you um, creatively express yourself 
sometimes these things are like one in, like sometimes the attention goes with superpower and confidence the creativity goes with positioning and metaphysics they all kind of work with each other they're very flexible but with these three things you actually can create something truly innovative and powerful also when you think of confidence you're thinking of your inner image and your outer image And when you think of attention, the, one of the reasons I like to use the attention and creativity, um, but this is really about exposure. You can have the most beautiful branding images in the world. And if you don't capture someone's attention, right, you're not getting exposure. You're not going to be able to attract clients. Positioning, I also liken it to your superpower. What makes you special and unique, unduplicatable. And as far as another level to that, there's also performance, right? Because I like to work with people who get results. I like five-star reviews, 10-star reviews. I like people who deliver far above what they even think they can do. Like I like people that deliver so good that when... They have their clients give them testimonials. They're almost like, shit, that was me. I helped you do that. Um, that's the kind of people that I love to work with because there's a little, there's a cer certain humbleness, humble brag that I appreciate. Like when you're just so talented and so naturally supernatural that you have just like no real awareness around that. And so when I tell pe people to brand in this way utilize these three core pillars to create a jaw-dropping brand that is that has longevity it has staying power it has um has like legendary value it's making history and, and when i mean when i mean making history i'm not just saying like things like make history online like first million dollars and blah, blah, blah. i actually think about beyond online like online is not the real world it is part of the world but it's not the real world not all of it i think of you know fame and really being visible and stretching and moving out of the virtual space and to real spaces real physical places because we are real physical people coming from having a few years that were just really uncertain and I don't know many people that feel certain um it's a little bit different for me because I get into these experiences and people are like the world's falling apart and I'm like really I haven't watched any news but then I watch the news and I'm just like well it's the same thing that's been happening and I don't know if I've gotten more 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 tolerant more cold or I, I'm so in flow that I am just like unmoved, right? Like I'm unperturbed um, by these negative things. And that's, you know, side note, metaphysics, that's a really good sign. And I wouldn't say that you're like awakened or enlightened or whatever, but that you are inching your way there. You're walking there because I remember one of my favorite mentor is Lester Levinson and he um he was really about he was really the energetics that I love doing the energetics of like tr tr fully trust the divine fully don't care like fully he calls it being um like unperturbed unperturbable but there's like a um another word he used like hookless like like real playful like I don't care you know and It's interesting because in my journey as a spiritual teacher, as a spiritual person, 
Um, I teach unconsciously. I'm not trying to teach. I just start talking. The the, the stuff comes out. Um, But what has been really interesting to me has been how I observe myself. Am I more tolerant the, the more that I'm more spiritual or less tolerant? And it's quite interesting because everything that I think is going to happen or result something, it's how something else happens. I feel like as a result of spirituality, I should be um, nicer to people. And I, I don't feel like I'm much nicer than I used to be. Now, what I do feel that I am is less reactive. Um, I'm also more able to access solutions and this is a really really big breakthrough because you know that we are waking working through the fame which is just another word for saying visibility and as we work through that frequency and as we work as i take people through that as i take myself through that you are going to start to see and notice because you can't transmute fear without the fear you're going to start to see and notice where you are afraid and here's where these core pillars are really going to hold you up so let's talk about the first one which would be to create really jaw-dropping, iconic, creative content. The world, I mean, I don't even know how people are teaching that stuff and not really doing it. Now, I am not interested in being an influencer or, a, or you know, an, an icon in that sense. I really am interested in being a talent developer, finding a special talent and being maybe known but with the people who can really utilize my service which is not the masses my price point's a little bit higher and it will continue to climb and i like to work with a certain type of clients who um, are very creative and very excited about being innovators movers shakers and thought leaders okay so what are some things that you can do to generate really jaw-dropping concepts well first thing i'm going to tell you to do is to go to your favorite coach and look at all her branding or her or your favorite um person in your in your own niche i need you to go and have some comparison analysis you know you need to be i know you're super spiritual but you need to do some hardcore data some hardcore analytics um just that way you can see what is actually working and in the world of manifestation in the world of magic it's not like you're going to be able to track like oh because i sent this email i got this client even though it may appear to be that way but the reality is that if you are in the world of spirituality manifestation you know things are not linear right that you're doing things from a certain frequency and emotion because they feel good to you and it doesn't matter when the result of that feel good emotion feeling vibration that you ignited that you initiated it doesn't matter when that comes to pass in a physical sense because you've already felt it emotionally right you've already just gotten all juiced up over it that's why some of the processes that i create are truly purely about um stretching your imagination muscle um so number one how to create the most iconic jaw-dropping content number one a market analysis go to one or two of like a coach or mentor or someone that's doing what you do even if you're a little bit different don't get in your ego about it but someone that's in a similar space and that has climbed the heights and it's a really good place maybe someone that you admire that it's like at the 50 million dollar mark um um you know like whatever find someone that is super incredibly successful and famous doing the thing that you do and then i want you to go and look at 
your content, your marketing, your branding, and have a heart to heart with yourself. And, and just have a little bit of a dis- disassociative perspective and ask yourself, if you would hire you, given your branding, and you got to be really honest with you. Um, and the second part is, if the answer is like, eh, not really, I know that I got to work on this, and that's okay. That's okay, the recognition that you have to work, work on it. I mean, that's what you're doing here. Um, the second part would be to go look for another um, fame or wealthy, a fortune, whatever, another person in your niche, oh, not in your niche. So for example, for me, it would look like a photographer because I'm a photographer, um, branding photographer because I'm a branding photographer, maybe even a fine arts photographer because I do fine arts. It's taking, going to one or two of those really beautiful, elite, powerful, moving people that I love and admire and looking at their branding and looking at their work and looking at their content and really analyzing my own feelings. How do I feel? Then I want to go to another brand that I love. So I always kind of use Kat Von D because I love freaking her and I love her brand, right? So I may go to like Apple.com or Kat Von D's makeup line and I would just go and experience the brand of that whole different niche, right? Completely outside of where I'm at. Um, and then I will, because those are two things that I love, I can find and take ideas from the websites and the creatives from someone not in my direct market and bring it into the space. That's how you create some some kind of innovation in your content. And also another reason why you want to look at your favorite coaches or even those coaches that you love to hate, I want you to look at yourself because I want you to do everything that is the opposite of what they're doing. And this is really crucial. This is really important. When you do branding exactly as someone else who has more clout, someone who has more um, a bigger audience, um, more fame, just a little more fame than you. What happens psychologically, and I work a lot with how the brain and humans think. This is branding and marketing and advertising is all psychology, okay? It's really fun for me to think about these things. Um, nonetheless, so I want you to like just think about it in your own in your own life have you ever been to the grocery store and you see like you know maybe let's talk about like a coconut milk that i like so i'll go to the grocery store and i'm looking for a very specific brand it's a combination it's half almond milk half coconut milk is by specific brand and i'm looking for that and i'm loyal and i'm faithful to that so what happens to me when right next to my favorite you know milk alternative (laughs) have coconut have almond what happens to me when there's an alternative right next to it that is the cheapest version of that and you can tell it's copying that and you can tell it's like um you know it's kind of like those perfume imposters it's like if you like eternity you'll love sincerity right like where you're just like what and it smells almost identical yeah you know especially um like a cheaper version of the same thing because these are all they're all coming from the same perfume houses maybe just made with a little bit cheaper products but 
essentially you smell pretty good right you just use expensive perfume sometimes just because you know it's expensive oh maybe that's just me okay so here's what i have done before and what i rarely do now what i had done before is go for the cheapest one i'm like look the branding's pretty good it's like eh, it's fine it's branded it's branded to be affordable right um it's a little bit cheaper so like if the 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 coconut milk almond milk milk that i like is six bucks maybe it's four bucks okay so oh i save a whopping two dollars Woohoo! and if i compare it um there's gonna be some visual differences and then the second thing that i need to sit with is how i feel when i give up the best my choice and buy the cheap one here's what's happened has happened to me time and time again and why i no longer do that well i buy the shitty one and it tastes shitty and then i throw it out so instead of saving two dollars i just wasted four dollars no i just wasted ten dollars right because i'm taking the four dollars putting it in the garbage and i have to go back to the store and buy the six dollar milk because it is to my taste it is what feels good for me it is my choice and that choice is not always determined by just like i just like it right we all have a preference and those preferences are innate they're inside of us our taste buds our preference for people for color for textures and I'll give you a really simple um, exercise. And I promise that if you do this, you're going to come up with the most jaw-dropping, creative ideas. I also know that most people won't do it, but I'm still going to share it with you. I want you to come up with a hundred ways that you can, quote-unquote, break the internet. This is not designed to have you go out and do all these ideas. This is a creative thinking. This is teaching you how to think like a creative director. What is a hundred ways that I can think about this? What is a hundred ways that I can brand myself more iconic? What is a hundred ways that I can brand myself in a way that stops the scroll, gets people's attention? What is a way that I can brand myself that is going to create um, a buzz and a talk about me? Can I be polarizing or can I be a, a new voice of fresh air? Now, I need you to come up with a hundred of those. After you come up with a hundred of those, you can put the list on the side and then get into like really juicy alignment and look at your list again. And this time start to look for the things that are kind of in resonance, right? Because let's say that you have a couple ideas and they're pretty similar. Let's say like you're walking in the meadow. I don't know. Then if you have a couple ideas around that theme, you can set out a photo shoot and um, go into like a swampy area that has like this beautiful like coming in through like the trees and the leaves and it's um, really like kind of beautifully scary and you can be in a canoe and you can do <laughs> okay you guys see how I go get away with this I, I get um, you know I just really start using my imagination and when I think about an idea that would look really beautiful right that looks really beautiful then I go how would I make every single person that looks at this definitely 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 without a shadow of a doubt have to stop the scroll 
I can think of like putting a naked woman on there, um, putting um, cute kids on there. Like uh, it, it doesn't matter what these ideas are. It's just a creative thinking exercise. Once you come up with 100 ideas, you can put them in buckets and categories. You can take actions of these ideas. And if not, you can throw them all out and start again. This is going to get your creative mind working. Most of us have our creativity muscle atrophied because this society teaches to be so linear so step one step two step three even recently someone asked me like oh my god i love your process like what is the step one step two step three and i'm like it's not it's an intuitive thing it's not something that could be put on paper now i can put it on paper but the problem is that um there's so many suggestions of people i'm telling you um telling me like you should create a process and a certification what you do with photography is groundbreaking is incredible i've never experienced it before now i'm talking about people who've been in in you know in the industry and in film and fashion and modeling and styling an interior decorator right so there i mean i'm in la most of the people here are freakishly talented even like the bums in the street right okay you got your assignment the next two other things that i want to tell you to um that are going to give you a little bit more fame they're going to fast track your little fame they're going to get you thinking in a different way think like a creative director I am a photographer and I I used to believe that photography was going to be something that was never going to be obsolete. And it is true. Photography will never be obsolete, but photographers will. And you will have to if you don't bend and and break and do something new and innovate, you're going to be left in the dust just like Blockbuster and so many companies that had to close down because they did not want to stretch and do things differently. If I burrow down on the ground and say, photographer, I'm a photographer, and I don't recognize the trends and where the world is going, I'm not going to be able to stay in business very long, right? That's why when I'm teaching you, when I'm helping you is to think like creative director because there's no AI in the world, in the universe that can think like you. Like a creative director requires a human mind. It doesn't require the perfect mind and it does not require the fastest, the fastest intelligence. It requires a human mind, emotions, feelings, and experiences. Okay, so in order for me to continue to move forward with happiness, with optimism, looking at my future ahead, when I see these trends of things that are happening, I'm not like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm like, cool, what is the next level of, of stretching for me? I think that I'm a pretty good photographer and I can always learn more, but my favorite, favorite part of, of designing campaigns is the creative part. It is this part right here of coming up with a 100 ideas that are going to break next <laughs> um, and generate so much momentum for you, right? More eyes on you, <coughs> that means more, more eyes on your business. More, and if you're selling, and if you're kind and good-hearted, um, people are gonna buy from you. They just, they just are. They're gonna be connected to you. They're gonna feel the importance of what you're doing, and they're also gonna get this feeling like, wow, this girl is dynamic. If I don't capitalize and really connect with her right now, she's going to propel herself into these levels of fame 
that I want to be a part of, right? We like you've all met women that way, and you're probably one of those women who just, who other people look up to, and you're just like, I don't even know why people look up to me. It's not like I'm doing anything, right? I am the oldest out of five. I think that when you're the oldest out of your siblings you kind of grow up with the sense of like being like a little adult more than anything and you know having the sense of like huge responsibility because as a child maybe you were put like these responsibilities of parents were put on you i know that's my experience okay i don't know why i went into that but let's talk now about the two other proven strategies which also happen to be part of my cooler values and process and how i create the most um iconic jaw-dropping concepts that are used marketing and advertising and i have a whopping 20 years of experience working with industry giants like target and dillard's and um you know big retailers and so coming into the online world has been really interesting because a lot of the things that people do they don't know what they're doing i promise you i promise you and i thought that i didn't know what i was doing and then i get online and become more active and see what people are doing and i'm like oh they don't know they don't know i recently had someone a part of this amazing agency but I recently had someone from the agency use my photos to promote another photographer. And I just like looked at that and I was like, what's happening here? And so I reached out and I was like, hey, love, thanks for, you know, you promoting my work because I really do appreciate that part, which I didn't say it in that way, but that's literally how it felt. But I was a little bit confused at first because I was like, it's not obvious. It's not obvious that you cannot use one photographer to promote another um and there is an exception for that let me let me you know let me be a pro there is an exemption if you work in an advertising agency of some sort where everybody all of your photographers have to shoot in a certain way so they're in alignment with the agency's branding positioning and the way that they deliver their products which means all the photographers on the team are less about being unique and more about being effective. They know how to do light, uh, great lighting. They know how to take dynamic and beautiful photos, but none of those photos are highly creative, which means they're not highly engaging. And what is even more sinister is that um, I see gorgeous, beautiful um, women who should be more successful than they are getting these branding images, pay money or whatever, and these images are just good old-fashioned portraits they are not branding and i go back to the thing again like oh they don't know they don't know what's going on so what happens with my strategy for fame my strategy for fame and for being more visible is just really education because it gets needed there's just so many women out there with powerful work losing money losing the patience losing sleep um, because there's some very what I consider basic things that can dramatically change um, the sequence of how quickly they get a little bit more fame, a little bit more notice, noticeable type of content and engagement. Okay, so we are also talking about when you have these creative ideas. These creative ideas are how you are going to generate attention. But here's another way 
to generate massive amounts of attention. And this one's a little tricky. Are you ready? Okay, jot it down. You have to be the best. And no, and it, this is shame out there in the un, in the world. This is shame. I'm ashamed about this for us women. People are okay with being mediocre, and they pass it under this messy action. I believe in refinement. I believe in taking actions with believing and utilizing energetics. You trust in the universe, law of attraction, and everything that you know. I believe that to a core. What I'm saying is that if you have done messy action and haphazardly type of stuff, that's okay. We all have, right? You have to be okay that um, with the concept of being a beginner, being an immediate, being an expert. We're calling ourselves experts when we're not experts yet. And this is the biggest thing that online you can call yourself anything. You can do anything. You can be anyone. I recently read a book about how to become a little bit more famous. And it was talking about like all these strategies that you can do. And one of the things the author said, I don't remember her name. But it was interesting because she said, you can say anything online. You can make yourself anything online. You literally, she, in this book, she had a whole segment on how to be the dumb blonde. And I just looked at this book and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Because she wrote the book and she sold the book and I bought it. Now, granted, I bought it for research, <laughs> but I bought it nonetheless. Pay me, right? Like, she's like, I don't care what you're doing. You pay me. Pay me my money. Okay, this is really, really crucial and really, really important. And this is going to cover your positioning. How are you positioning yourself in the industry is directly going to be connected to your superpower. If you don't know your superpower, you need a coach. And I'm not coaching (laughs) too much. I might be opening some coaching spots in the future at some point. But you need a coach, you need a mentor, you need someone in your course, you need someone to help you dig into what your superpower is. And what I consider your superpower to be is something that is unique, unduplicatable, that no one else can do. So that is another part of your homework. Those same websites and um, you know market analysis that I told you to do earlier in this conversation, I want you to look, look back and ask yourself if you can see the person or the brand superpower, right? What is their competitive edge from you visiting and being in their world? Go to their Instagram, go to their websites, be in their branding world, be in that frequency and ask yourself, can I tell what they're special, how they're unduplicatable, what is their superpower? Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my superpower because superpowers are not necessarily the easiest thing to find. They're not easy to find. It's very elusive because it's kind of like you're born with these things. So I have a couple stories to illustrate. One day, I was in class in high school and always been an artist. So I was drawing and my friends at my table, they were mind blown. Like, Janice, how do you draw this? How do you, wow, like teach us. And I could not help them because the only thing that I thought about, it's like, well, you first have to think, you have to think, you have to think like me. And they go, well, we're just never going to be able to be like thinking like you. We, We can't think like you. That is a moment that I realized that maybe I do have something a little extra that no one else can do with art. 
Maybe I do see things in a way that I can't even understand or explain. And it was really hard. I mean, literally 30, almost 40 years accepting these gifts every single day over and over and over and over and over because they feel so whatever. I started doing photography when I was 12 years old. Photography has never felt like the most groundbreaking thing. It felt like an extension of me. It's kind of like saying, oh my God, guess what I have? And everybody's like, what do you have? And I'm like, a hand. And everybody goes, yeah, so yeah, like we all have hands too. And you're like, no, but look at my hand. I have fingers and I have fingernails and I have a hand. And you were like, yes, we have a hand. Everybody has a hand. Ultimately, that's how I feel. I'm like, when it comes to art and creativity, it feels like people should know what I know. It feels like common sense to me. So for many years, even as a photographer, even working in the industry, even being the head of photographer for like industry giants, even then, I didn't think that what I was doing was that big of a deal. And I was pursuing a bigger dream. I was pursuing a fashion design degree while being the top, one of the top photographers in Tampa, the Tampa Bay area. <laughs> so silly. I never saw it because it was like breathing. Art to me is so natural. I can grab a pen and, and pencil and sketch out a great idea on the spot. To me, it's effortless. And I believe that you should get paid the most amount of money for what comes easiest to you. Think of LeBron James, think of Lady Gaga, think of Oprah, think of anyone that is actually famous that you can recognize, that you can remember. And they all have, they all have an advantage, right? Like they can, Lady Gaga sings and she's a performer. What's her advantage? That she's a fucking performer. What is the advantage for Oprah? She's a talker. She's a question asker. She's a thinker. She's great. She's eloquent. She, she thinks in a way that gets the information, the emotions out of people. Every single person that you can think of as a person that's famous has a superpower and it's imperative that you find yours because then you can create a brand around your superpower. And since your superpower is so special and so unique, you have zero competitions. Let me tell you about my superpower. Photography, obviously, which I categorize more as creative thinking than actually holding a camera and taking a photo. How do I know? I went to school with photographers. I went to school to become photographers with other photographers. I still was the one graduating with images that looked like they were magazine worthy while other people were still taking photos that look like their toddler took it. They were bad. And again, I didn't see it. I didn't think that I was what I was doing was like so extraordinary. You know, I just thought, like, why are they so bad? That's what I thought. I thought, like, we know the same things. We have the same degree. We're in the same class. Why are they so bad? I don't understand. I don't understand. You got to own your superpower. You got to feel like you're a gift to this world, to this universe, to the people in your life. The reason why it's important that you feel like you're a gift to others is because when they reject you, you if you know that you're a gift, when they reject you, and if you have a problem with visibility, you have an issue with rejection, okay? I'm, pre- I'm, I'm preaching to the choir. If they rejection, this is your opportunity to do something else, to feel something else. And you can do that by feeling like you are the gift. These people are coming to you for answers, for medicine. 
So what I do with my photography creativity superpower is I juice it up, right? I double down on it because I also have this little psychic ability and it's called precognition. And that just basically means that you can see the future. Now, I again, I did not know this, um, but I started to have conversations with different people and tell them things about other people and about the future and about what's going on straight out of thin air and i would say things like well what i think is going on is this and this and that you should talk to this and that you should do this and that and i it it wouldn't be two or three days later where people will call me like holy crap you were a hundred percent right oh my god I even very recently, I had a photo shoot with one of my brand ambassadors, Azul for Love. Please check her out, azulforlove.com. She's also an epic sponsor to the famous giveaway. And she's all, she's the psychedelic CEO. She's all about healing you with the power of tuning and tapping into your subconscious mind using plant medicine. Um, So it was weird because she had an experience that was like a couple of days after she had her photo shoot and we went through the process, the process that I take people through a little bit um, right now, what we're calling it is the, the frame activation or the frame, fame framework. Um, I don't know if that feels like it's the exact thing that I'm doing, but for now that's what we call it. And that's I'm happy with that. So what I take people is through this frame, fame framework. And it's really activating the frequency of frame, fame, but it doesn't, you know, people have tried to tell me how to like, how do you duplicate it? How do I do it? How do I? And the reason it's a little bit hard and that's why it's so important that you dig into your superpower because when you cannot explain the way that you do something, that's how you know, right? You can't explain this very special thing that you do. That's how you know that it's part of your superpower because it's so innate to you that it does not feel like something else that you've acquired or something else outside of you or something that you've learned it's just who you are nonetheless when i take her through the activation at the photo shoot we go into the scenario where she's meeting someone important to her where she's stepping into a more high caliber more um luxury lifestyle and we do a photo shoot and call it a day. A couple days later, she's like, holy shit, I got to tell you something. This kind of stuff never happens to me. I had someone come up to me and basically it was the same experience we talked about in the photo shoot. Um, it wasn't a, a, on a on exact setting, right? But it was so similar. The frequency was identical. And um, she was like, you are the real deal. And it's, it's a little bit hard for me to even accept that because I'm just like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> um, um, so it's, it still humbles me when people say like, dude, you are like the fucking real deal. And that's why it's really important to me. So you get this strategy so that you can um, get a little more famous. And here's what I'm talking about. You don't need to be a little bit more famous for the entire world. Let's just keep it a little bit more famous for those that matter to you, your niche, your audience, the algorithm that's gonna love you when you start posting content on there that is so cool that people love that people are just like wow this is so cool this is so interesting engagement is money for facebook and social media it is money when people are engaging every single time people engage with you 
it's it's a little bit more percentage that they are inclined to buy from you and very recently one of my brand partners and brand ambassadors ali kennedy shared that when people listen to you for an hour that is equal to about a thousand dollars of like money that they're willing to spend with you so you're like holy shit so i gotta keep people listening for an hour which for me i'm just like easy not a problem okay so what i do with my precognition is i'm able to see into the future now again i don't always know that that's what i'm doing sometimes i'll see an image sometimes i'll get a sense i get a feeling now that's not necessarily true now because now since i am trained and i um, i've learned to look for these things i'm a little bit more aware on how these things are working but i simply can look at a person and see their entire branding photography their branding their websites i can just look at them the first time i see them and see the type of branding and images that is at their highest their higher timeline i wouldn't say their highest timeline because i definitely see this when i am in my highest vibration and that only happens when i am deeply in uh, doing energy healing metaphysical um, treatments and i'm in meditation and when i get myself to this very high 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 god frequency level of connection i can look and think about my clients and see their future so let me share with you three things that I saw for my for three of my brand ambassadors. Now I have more than three, but those were the only three images that came through. You also, that creativity, you cannot force these things, right? So one of my superpowers is a creative perspective and using creativity to solve problems and to look at it in a very different way, looking at life in with a, a, a creative lens, a creative solution lens. The second is precognition. Because I can tell the future and I have a sense about what's to come, when I get myself into a high vibration, I can tap into someone's timeline in that same vibration that I'm in. But here's a, it's a little tricky, right? The trick is that if I get myself to, let's say that one is the lowest vibration and 10 is the highest, if I'm able to get myself to an eight or nine or a 10, and I tune into someone's energy and I see their highest vibration, that also means that they have to be at a 10 to make this a reality, right? So let me just tell you the, the predictions that I saw. So one of my brand ambassadors, I saw her as a humongous radio personality and her radio um, also as a huge YouTube channel. Um, I saw her very popular. I saw her in very luxurious, um, high-end celebrity events um, and that's all that I saw just I just saw her having a, a fun time being really talkative and moving around the other person that I saw was wait let me see sometimes these things they kind of fade because it I have to be a certain frequency and I'm certainly not at a 10 right now I would say like I'm like a seven <laughs> my other brand ambassador her name is Azul I mean um, Ashley Ashley is in the music industry and i saw her in this huge mansion with this type of living room that was half open and half outside half inside and there's like a huge pool and i saw her doing this really amazing um kind of like event where she combines her students 
and people who buy her programs with industry professionals, people in the music industry, but like high level music people. And she creates this um, in-person event and they meet each other. So you have young, new oops, young, new uh, musicians meeting big, legendary um, musicians and producers in the industry. And I saw her putting these events together. Um, and I had one more. Another one of my brand ambassadors, her name is Androni. And I saw her in the cover of a magazine. And I said Home Goods, but I don't even know if Home Goods is a magazine. It was definitely a magazine where she was on the cover of the magazine, big national magazine, like um for like home and gardens or, or something to do with homes and lifestyle i saw her in the cover of the magazine and a beautiful um in interior decorated location and that's it that was it for her and she was not a coach and so when i checked in with her today and i was like did you see my prediction she was like yeah you didn't say i'm not a coach and i don't like coach coaching i mean i i like i love coaching and i was like listen i am not here to prevent you from doing what you want i just saw that <laughs> take it or leave it i actually do not get paid for predicting the future do not give a fuck if you pursue it right i saw three dynamic jaw-dropping millionaire brands and i very happily share that with my my clients my brand ambassadors and i create what i call this visual architecture this this like fame framework not only to code you internally like to get you in alignment vibrationally with what you want the highest level and at the the you know with with positive expectation and without attachment <laughs> so many things so how do you find your superpower? I'm not going to lie. This one is not easy. And this one, um, most people can't do on their own. I've had plenty of clients who are just like, what is my superpower? And, you know, ask them. Like, my superpower is to be kind to others. So here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about things that no one else can do that you can do or things that you can do but you do them in a completely different way that is faster, easier, better, and is kind of the least um energy expenditure so for me i can make money a bunch of different ways because i am an artist i'm crafty and i get my my fingers in all the things i can become a baker i can be you know a painter i can but there's one thing that feels like the easiest also it is the thing that i'm pretty much the best at I think I'm pretty good at everything that I want to do. I suck at things I don't want to do. <laughs> I know that's you too. Okay. So if you can find what you are best at, like you're so good, it's like it's like breathing for you. And then the effort. No effort, high delivery, right? That's how you know it's a superpower. It is not a superpower if it costs energy expenditure. If you have to work for it, it's not a superpower. Now, can I believe that you can be an author and a writer and one can like just write with ease and another person had a hard time writing? Yes. Are they both writers? Yes. Right? Because you have choice. But there's some things that we're born for. And that's your superpower. And I would not say that my superpower is writing. I would say it's talking, right? You got to know what it is that makes you unique and special. And I combine my creative genius with my precognition, which my ability to see the future 
and I utilize that to create these iconic branding campaigns. And this is what I did with big companies. Now, people ask like, well, it's not like you were doing that. And then we had COVID. I also was coaching for a few years. And so what makes me the authority? What makes me, you know, why should you trust me? Um, I don't think that asking people to trust you is it's legit. I think you should just trust yourself. And that that works better because the mind can be tricked. The mind can be confused. Energy can be influential. I had a coach one time that she kissed my ass so much and she made me feel so good. But I always felt there was something off. I just like looked at her. I would look at her and I was like, something's off about her. She doesn't look happy. How is she making half a million dollars in a month and just looks just terrible and like pimples and just looks bad. Didn't do your hair. Um, and I just like thought that it was just me being judgy and judgmental. And sometimes there is something that you're not able to express because the psychic language, the energetic language does not use words the way we use words. So you may be feeling something and misinterpreting it. You may be thinking like, gosh, she's, and I was like, God, why can't I not be judgmental? And I was like, but she would do her business. And she was my coach. I was like, oh my God, but her business would fucking 10x if she just had better branding photos. She had all these case studies and she, had, she helped many people. And I was like, yeah, but like, I, she's like, I don't need it. I don't need it. I was like, yeah, you, you don't need it because you don't need anything. But also you're not making me feel good at all about not being needed because I believe that what I do is needed and required for success. These are the things that I learned in advertising rooms with the vice president of marketing. These people who had been in the industry 20, 30, 40 years and that they know in depth the concept of the psychology of selling. That is their profession. These are these people are moving millions and billions of dollars for brands and companies. These people are... Um, responsible for magazine placements covers of magazines advertisings billboards these are high level strategic smart as heck people and most of the time i was in these rooms i was not talking i was listening i was observing and i was learning and when i had something to say people would listen because i was the only photographer <laughs> and sadly let's just keep it real because it was florida the only brown person in the room okay Okay, that took a, a weird twist. So, what is a little bit of homework that I can give you for positioning yourself and the superpower? This, like I said, this is not something that you may be able to... So, I suggest that you find a coach, find someone that can help you. I definitely have a gift for spotting talent and gifts. Um, when Before I was doing personal branding for mystics, coaches, entrepreneurs, I was doing branding and advertising and marketing photography. And so when I was in my um, fashion photography, marketing, advertising um, career part of the photography, um, I was a talent scout and I loved it. Talent scouting is still to today one of my favorite things on the whole wild world. That means that I can spot talent. I also bring that to my personal branding photography now. So that you see that I am combining 
my psychic abilities, which is uncomparable, unduplicatable. No one can take that from me, nor can I teach it or give it to anyone. Now, my creativity, again, no one can teach me how to be a Janice thinker, how to think like me. I think thinking like me is pretty freaking special. And I know that the universe brought me here to be a thinker. So I'm going to think, 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 think away. The thinking disease. <laughs> the thing, um, I feel like, you know, thinking gets a bad rap. And it's because humans, you know, humans. Okay. So now that you can have an idea of how to find your superpower. Um, and if you still don't, like I said, find someone that can help you. Hit me up. I will have some recommendations for you. I know plenty of coaches. I know I have clients that are coaches. I have brand ambassadors that are coaches. They work with spirituality, with mindset. I have people in my network that are into body energetics. Oh my God, how cool is that? So tap into your network, reach out to people, get the help, and just make yourself a little bit more famous. Okay, so let's fast track to another way. Last and the most important. I feel like I said they're the most important, every single one of them. Actually, it's kind of like a three-legged table. You know, none of these things that I am sharing with you would stand alone. This is a three-legged table and all three of these really powerful pillars and stands um, must be observed in order for this to be strategies that really work for you. So the last is confidence. Confidence and certainty. This one is so important. Um, so here's what people are buying. People, if you can learn this, if you can learn this, you can radically change your business today, right now. If you can learn that people are only buying confidence and certainty. Here's how you can fast track your fame. Can you become the most confident person that you have ever met? Can you be so confident in your work that you can guarantee it 100%, no ifs or buts about it, money back guaranteed, no questions asked? Can you have so much confidence that you are certain that if people do what you tell them step by step and you're there every step of the way, even if it's like a book or an art, you are there energetically supporting them through their growth and you know 100%. You are 100% certain that they are going to get their transformation. This is the confidence that people are wanting. The reality is that people are going to buy how confident you are in your work, how confident you are in yourself, how confident you look, how confident you feel, how confident they are in your testimonials, how confident they are in your copy, how certain they are that you have the expertise to pick them up when they're down without making them feel bad I don't have that gift that's why I'm not necessarily like branding myself as a coach I don't have the gift to like pat someone on the back I'm just like get up let's go because the wor- the women I work with and the women that come to my world they're self-sufficient they're like badasses And sometimes they're fucking scared, but they're taking action and you can't tell that they're scared. But I, I build intimate relationships with my clients and I hear them. I hear them when they say like, dude, I don't know how I'm going to pull this off. And they go online and they talk the big talk. I'm famous. I have this great marriage. I have all these. And then they're with me privately. 
and I can see them feel and sense exactly where they're at. Okay, so I want you to write one of the most important questions I've ever asked myself and one of the most important practices I've ever asked myself to do, put myself through. And this is back to metaphysics. I believe that the foundation of confidence and certainty is based on the divine, God, the universe, energy, frequency. I think it comes from there, it is based on there, it is from there. So you cannot create a powerful identity and a powerful internal structure that is sound to hold the fame that you're ready for or that you desire without a sound structure, without solid metaphysical, spiritual intuitive foundations, spiritual foundations, the inner work, the mindset work, you're not going to be able to sell from fake energy and here wait i take that back you are going to be able to sell from fake energy to other fake ass bitches so if you really want to call in the most aligned clients you have to create a radical personal responsibility for yourself and do deep level work so here's the thing that i want you to work on this is going to fast track your fame because it's going to support what you need to believe supports you okay so the question is what kind of a god helps me and um this is all about reframing god if you grew up in a very religious um culture religion or i don't know region um you may have some fucked up ideas of the divine of god of spirituality if you were sexually abused by someone that obviously um was um that your parents trusted or whatever that you trusted that those stuff are that kind of stuff creates this crazy internal um conflict and when you're trying to become famous those things are going to be they're going to come up that's why it's so important to do the inner deep level work and it starts here if you believe in god or in a power in the in the universe most of us have a messed up idea of that so right now i want you to over right now or whenever you can journal out and reframe your concept of god reframe your concept of divine reframe your concept of spirituality intuition uh, psychic abilities reframe it so that it works for you reframe god so then you have a god that loves you reframe god so you have a god that supports you i was having a conversation with my mom who happens to be very christian religious which i am not um and she was just describing god as the most fucked up white dude i've ever met and i kept like I was so confused because I think of my mom as a highly intelligent person who's a master's and doctorate and PhD level education, um, who is a director of whatever she is in, in um, substance abuse and mental health. And I couldn't believe that someone with her knowledge and her background had such a warp concept of God. She said things like, well, if you love God, you will obey the obey is ultimately a sign of love and i was like obey i like i i interrupted her i was like obey obey i was like i know that you're thinking about god 
But when I think about obey, I think about anyone. And if somebody goes, the way that you demonstrate love to me is to obey, obey me, that person's a narcissistic freak. And then I was like, oh my God, I've been wanting this love this unconditional love from my mother, from a woman. I wanted her to love me, to accept me, unconditional. And then I realized that her concepts of God were so fucked up that not even her own God, her perspective on God, loves her the way that I want to be loved. And I was able to fully, 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 fully let her go and fully forgive her. And I was like, no wonder. I don't feel loved. Her idea of God is completely warped. So let's reframe God. Think of God and the universe as like, what, what spin do you need to put on that so you get behind the idea that God wants to help you? That every little, tiny little bit of effort that you put forward in a loving universe, in a universe with a God that loves you, is going to work out for you. Let's think about real parents. And even if you're a mom, like a cat mom or a dog mom, let's think about really, really caring after a little thing, a little person. I told my mother, that my children are so special and so unique and so and I love them so much that it doesn't matter what they do I would never stop loving them even if they hurt someone else even if they commit a crime even if they kill themselves even if they do the worst things in the world that I consider bad I would never I couldn't even stop loving them like crazy obsessed I mean it makes me mad I feel like I love my kids disproportionately And maybe that's why I feel so crazy to love people so boldly and so generously because no one out there in the world is loving boldly and generously. Everybody's just trying to sell. Everybody's trying to just get. Everybody's taking the advantage, not giving the advantage. So let's reframe the concept of a loving God. And maybe if like the concept of a loving god is too bizarre and weird for you maybe you can just have the concept of what a loving parent should be like and then just give all those attributes to god and to the universe right when i think of my children they don't need to ask me for anything they don't need to say thank you or beg me or even obey me they will get fed they will get toys they will get stuff they they will just get I buy my kids stuff that I'm like, you don't deserve this because you were bad. But I want to make you happy. So I buy him stuff. Like, and I'm not even that like great of like a giver. And I'm like, if I can be this loving to my children, if I can love them so much that it makes me feel like my heart's going to explode with love. Wouldn't God be more loving wouldn't God have more patience and, and more kindness and offer me more things? Now, I don't believe that God punishes, that God is giving you or God tests nothing. I believe in the law of attraction. I believe that God is the law of attraction. I believe that God is this power, this law that allows you to have whatever the fuck you want if you can get aligned behind it. And so if you can get your idea of God in a better place, every time stuff starts to fall apart, you go, you know what? But my, the big G got me. And this thing with my limited perspective might seem like a mistake, but it's all good. I started to do this work around reframing God. And it changed everything about how I approach my life. 
and how I do my business. And the confidence that I feel is a little bit less about who I am based on my experiences and accolades and things up that I picked up along the ways. And it goes back to your superpower. It goes back to like, I was born like this. I was born talkative. I was born opinionated. I was born artistic. I was born to be in the spotlight. I was born like this and I don't even know how to not be like this. I've spent 30 years of my life suppressing the very thing that I am. So when you have some time and you feel chill and relaxed, don't do this exercise when obviously something's wrong with your life or you're busy or you're anxious or whatever. Just find a good like you know you can even be like cozy like i see i see you like in a blanket with like hot cocoa or coffee or or something and sit there and just be like am i in a place do i live in a universe based on love do i have a god perspective do i have the universe perspective do i serve the mission or purpose of good Do I have the perspective of a mother, father, God, caregiver, caretaker, creator that loves me unconditionally? And if I don't, how can I get behind that? And you can start with yourself. You can think about how you love your pets and they don't ever have to do anything extravagant. And how you love your kids and they don't have to do. Start with how you already, there's things in your life that you love unconditionally. And that your true nature, your true identity is the divine, is the metaphysical part of you, is the beginning and the origin, which is just energetics. Who you really are is part of that flow, part of that universe, part of that God. You are not separate from that, but it is the law, which means that God will do what you tell it to. The sadness, the sad part is that we're telling God what to do unconsciously all the time through the messages that we send telepathically into the ether, into the universe. It is picking it up and it is manifesting and it's in and it's something that you need to do like a hard stop. The moment that you start reframing who God is, how God supports you, how God has your back, how you are able to make mistakes. As a matter of fact, I have a course it's called turn on on udemy and it talks about how grace is the kind of like the thing in the medicine metaphysical bible thing that grace is one of the things that it's like unmerited favor right and when you think about god and the universe as being the ultimate grace button that means you can fuck up and still sell out your offers that means that you can say the wrong thing and still sell out your offers that means that you can have typos in your copy and still sell out your offers that means that you can feel bad and ugly and undeserving and still be famous that means that there's so many things that are going to happen in spite of your fear because you have someone right this parent mother father lover god universe frequency power energy you have that on your side Think about how the world was created, the universes, the atoms. Think about, just fall in love with the complexity and the extravagance and the creativity of, of nature. And know that the person, the author, the, the, who authored that, authored you. And not only that, you are not like a cat. You are not like a rock. You're not like a diamond. You can talk, you can express, you can do, you can create, you can build, you can earn, you can laugh. You are uniquely chosen 
to do something powerfully if you can reframe your God concept. How is that going to help you with these pillars when it comes to your brand? Well, when you know your identity, that your identity is based on good, your identity is based on the divine, that all the things that you did that were bad or the bad things that happened to you, that the reason that happened is so you have something powerful to share with the world today. That is all spiritual. That is all metaphysics. And from, from the spirit, from the metaphysical, from the inner world, we have the outer world. If you start to believe that you are a gift to the world, back to superpower, right? If you start to really believe that and know that, find your superpower and hang on to that. And then you can drive confidence about what you do from that, from, from, from knowing your competitive edge. And also knowing that it is actually indeed not a competitive edge. You get to kind of be in this separate category, in this place where people don't may not necessarily know where to put you, but know they have to be with you. They have to be near you. They have to hang on to their seats because they know that you are going fast and that you're going places and that you're certain of that and people can tell and that really for me happened at the the edge of reframing god for years for years for years and then this year more intentionally when you think of a god that is absolutely unconditional love and it means that you can fuck up like it's so freeing to be an asshole to be just to be imagine Let's, let's talk about one more example. Imagine being the mother to a two-year-old who is hitting people, biting people, kicking and screaming and having tantrums. That mother is just lovingly kissing and smiling at her child and saying, look at you, you're so bossy. Come here, you cutie pie. This mother, this father, this, this mother and this father is not judging that two-year-old. You can feel... Like you're this two-year-old and you get to stump around and have tantrums and say and want and demand. And your heavenly father, heavenly mother, are just going to feel proud of your independence. They're just going to feel proud of who you're becoming. And that way, when you have your strongest foundation on God, on the creator, on the divine when your identity comes from that, there isn't any critics, there isn't anything that can take you off your game because none of that stuff matters. When you know you're a vessel, that the universe is delivering a powerful message that is going to elevate consciousness, that you are a pioneer of consciousness, that you are an artisan of consciousness, do you understand that all you have to do to change the world is just be here and think the way you do? But if you want fame by reframing your concept of spirituality, intuition, and God, you're going to open yourself up to a more loving universe. And you're going to start saying things like I say, oh my God, it's working. Oh my God, it's working. Every day, in every way, I see signs, symbols. It's working, it's working, it's working, it's working. It's unbelievable and it's working. The other day, I was feeling really guilty because I've been working really long hours. 
and I was just feeling guilty and I was like I can't stop working but I'm missing out on my kids and I'm missing out on my man and I can't stop working but I'm missing out and I had this really like push-pull frequency going as I'm working and I'm like I can't stop but I want to stop and I can't stop but I don't want to stop and as I'm doing all that I get this message from the divine and it was like you feel guilty because you've never been taken care of to this degree I have a very loving partner who basically gives me everything that I ask for and lets me do whatever I want. I have beautiful kids that love me and that admire me, tell me. My daughter's 23, tells me I'm the best person she's ever known. So it literally made me cry to know that for nearly 40 years or however long that I was I had never felt that someone could take care of me so I could never put down my guard and focus on my work I could never put down my guard and do what feels aligned and feels life-giving and know that the kids are not missing out dad's fucking doing what he needs to do that nothing's falling apart that this loving universe God sent me all the right things he sent me a husband (laughs) hubby with money had amazing kids that I love to be around and I'm obsessed with because they're so cute. Like, send me a home. Like, all the things that I have are for me to do what I'm meant to do. Meanwhile, feeling guilty about it means that I don't believe that the universe wants me to have them. So I feel like I'm taking something away. I'm taking time away from the kids. But then I think about this. What will their lives be like based on who I decide to be i am a messenger from the divine i use my camera to activate and code you into and propel you into realms that you haven't thought about then you haven't dreamt about and i'm excited to invite you for a couple of things let me tell you about my giveaway and this one's really easy if you just go to janismorero.com slash giveaway you can sign up you have an all expenses included um national or international whatever um photo shoot giveaway you'll be able to come to la where i live you have 500 for your travel expenses and we'll cover your stay for two days in those two days you're gonna have an amazing experience with some of my the best people in my team some of my brand ambassadors and we're going to not only help you to fast track into fame this very winning this contest alone is going to propel you into fame right because it's going to put you as a contest winner in front of all the people that join the contest so if you have an awesome business that you need more visibility joining the contest would be really epic if you win it would be an amazing incredible experience second of all you can also come in as a sponsor. This is the first time that we're running such a huge event. And even though it's already started, we have a lot of incentives and a lot of reasons for people to keep joining and keep adding new vendors. If you're interested in being a vendor for the photo shoot giveaway, we are looking for all kinds of contributions, um, whether they're products, financial, volunteer all kinds of stuff please send me a message the um contest giveaway ends may 27th my birthday well i will announce the winner but you will be able to utilize the photo shoot in some of the um months that are considered like the slow months right this is why this is a great um thing for um 
hotels a great thing for makeup artists we all have slow seasons and this is where we can create some really um, awesome creative opportunities where we can draw a lot of engagement and attention and we can pass that right on to you so if you have something powerful different and unique to contribute let me know i would love to talk to you but if you want to just on your very own find information just go to ajanismorero.com slash sponsors okay now this is a big freaking deal if you are in california or are able to come to the san diego area on saturday june the third you need to get your butt over here i am part of ali kennedy's amazing industry event that is going to catapult everybody i know that because i'll be there she'll be there and we both have this unique magic and this really um in-depth understanding of branding and energetics and when me and ali come together to create um messaging to create images to create a blueprint um we can create 100k months strategies um it is the first time that you can open your eyes and actually see yourself in the vision because we do a lot of you know future pacing we do some energetics we really get you go um, thinking about where you're going this is going to be on a really great event where you are going to be able to rub elbows with some of the personal development and coaching industry leaders and icons and people on the brink of stardom and so here's one of the tips that i learned on how to meet a celebrity or how to meet a band a boy band and i learned this a long time ago maybe i was trying to meet a boy band when i was a little bit younger but the way that you do it is you find a band before they get huge right let's say that you find a band you find a a coach you find someone and before they get huge right like you find me before they get huge right you you just kind of have a feeling that they're going places so what you want to do is connect to people who are on the brink of being the movers and shakers of the future and you have an ability to just sense that and i want you to do is connect with those people and start being a person that makes their life easier, a person that contributes. So for example, if you wanted to be part of my world, send me um, people who want to be sponsors. Send people to my podcast. Send people, you know, just whatever it is that you can do. And then you tell me about it. You know how I'm going to feel about you? I'm going to feel like you're the best freaking person in the universe and I'm going to want to do things for you, right? We have to learn that manifestation is about doing first and receiving second, We've all fallen into falling asleep with this little lullaby that it's like asking it shall be given. But let's let's bring that into perspective. Ask and an answer should be given. Knock and the door shall be open. What you're asking has to be in correlation to what you're receiving. If you knock on the door, the door will open. Right? Doesn't say that if you knock on the window, the door will open. You have to knock on the door. You have to be intentional. So I feel like a lot of people get that confused. They say ask and receive. So they ask something like, I want a million dollars. And instead of going to the million dollar door and knocking on the million dollar door, they're knocking on the poor people's door, on the homeless door. And then they're looking for millions of dollars there. And that is not where you're gonna, what millions of dollars reside or your power. And so I wanna give you one more perspective about what fame money really is for you i want you to think about jesus buddha um muhammad ali prince lady gaga i want you to think about um 
spiritual people, not spiritual people, icons, not icons, popular people, famous people, people you love, people you admire, um, sadguru, spiritual, not spiritual. I want you to think about famous people and start getting an idea of how you feel about fame because that's going to give you um your point of attraction and if you have hang-ups around fame um go ahead and send me a dm and i will send you maybe um some uh, some content that i have around how to uncover self-sabotaging behaviors especially if you're trying to become more visible okay i want you at ali kennedy's event if you are interested in going to the san diego um we have some really really incredible incentives going on so please go to alikennedy.com slash wealthy dash woman dash live dash june to find more information and buy tickets there's all types of like deals and stuff going on tickets are limited and we are approaching the deadline so i would not wait i would not delay if i were you um also when you join the ali kennedy wealthy woman life you will get an opportunity to meet with me and actually can have a photo shoot the day of the event the day of the event is being hosted on this beautiful luxurious studio and it's going to blow your mind so if your your curiosity is piqued send me a message um find ali kennedy on instagram follow her buy her stuff and send me a dm and i'll have a little something super super juicy as a surprise for you find me on instagram at a janice morero and i will see you soon bye That brings us to the end of this episode. I hope that you have enjoyed it and learned something that can take you from diamond in the rough to crown jewel. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and this show, please rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to come back for our next juicy discussion, of course, about metaphysics, photography, and anything in between. Until then... Find me to